49ers cutback podcast time and I have to admit I'm excited about this one because there's a lot of players I like that we could possibly get for pick 194. We are so close to the draft day Woo! man. I can just like I can feel it. Yep. I can feel it right now. It's just like I almost can't control myself. Do we do we do we just fast forward in time? I mean, we don't even talk about these guys. Let's just talk about, let's just write to the draft. We have right? to talk about them. Enjoy every moment living up to the draft. The draft is so fantastic. You're, you're right. It, it is. Um, first off, let's let's start with the basics, right? Some basic guys. We'll start with a running back, okay? I know, running back. You guys have been talking about a lot of running backs. I'm, I'm aware. It's later now, though, right? It is. Like, this is a spot where it could happen. Like, it legitimately could happen, and one of Ant's favorite running backs in the entire draft yes it's still gonna be here at 194 and tell chat what is going on who is this man why is he still here chris sims is number three running back one of my favorite running backs in the entire draft javion hawkins dude is super speed stupid speed right here stupid speed stupid speed does he make marquez stevenson look slow yes oh my Lord. this guy is a straight pull away guy Think about Matt Breida style, like the way he he looks and, and plays without the fumbles. That's what you're getting with this guy. Matt Breida with no fumbles. That's why he goes drafted and not undrafted. I think he's just a little bit better than Breida, but you're looking to add that speed aspect to your offense. You have Raheem Mostert, right? Sure. And Raheem Mostert is fast, but if Mostert goes out, you don't have the same speed that you had when he's in because Wilson Jr., Gallman, those guys don't have the same speed. So you need a speed element to your offense. Javion Hawkins has that speed element. Javion Hawkins met with the 49ers. Case closed. Javion Hawkins. At 194. I think so. You just made the prediction. Can you folks. convince me otherwise? And you dig it, suckers. Suckers! It's, it's, it's possible. <laughs> I could see it here, right? Like This is the most realistic spot in which a running back could probably go. We have our Demetri Feltons that we'd like to get a little bit oh, earlier. Him too. We have our you know Travis Etienne's, Yeter Naja Harris's that we dream about the Niners taking early. But the reality of the situation is, is they're most likely not going to do that, especially with the signing of Wayne Gallman. Sure. However, this could be a spot where they take a shot and take a chance on one of the fastest guys at the running back position in the draft. In fact, he's so fast that he made me rethink how fast Kenny Gainwell was. And you know how high I was on Kenny Gainwell when we first started doing all of our breakdowns mm -hmm. of running backs. I'm still pretty high on the kid. On the kid. But man, I'm not I'm not as sure about his top end speed as I am with Javion Hawkins. This guy is lightning quick, y'all. Lightning quick. Yeah, he's electric. He is. Like almost really electric. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure if he, he moves fast enough to generate his own electrical barrier around himself. So be careful out there, kids and tacklers. You never know what could happen. Uh another guy we're gonna talk about. A tight end. Ooh. A very good tight end, mm -hmm. I may add tight end that we don't feel should be going anywhere near this that was on most of our boards as one of our top four or five tight ends in the nfl draft out of smu mr kylan granson this man yep. is talented and and he does things different than the tight ends that we have this guy is the more receiving threat that you're looking for so if you're looking for someone that can offset you know what dwelly or warner do with a pass receiving option he's the guy 
tremendous receiving threat and he can get down the seam and make plays i think he's somebody that if you're looking to replace jordan reed with you know you need another receiving threat that he's a guy you could target later in the round there's a lot of people that don't know whether he's a big receiver or if he's a tight end he's 100 a tight end the skill set you know leads to that but he does need to improve his blocking that's why he's still on the board i think he still is receiving talent could still make him go higher but obviously he keeps slipping falling he can't get up we need him to get up though and maybe be pick 194 i would be okay with kylan granson i really like him as a player tommy tremble over him in my opinion but tommy tremble is also going way ahead of him so in this range right here Kylan Granson, your best option. And he gets knocked a lot for SMU small school stuff. Um, I think he gets knocked for the blocking, obviously. Um, that, that's obviously impacting and hampering him. Uh, it's either that or people are seeing things that we aren't seeing on this kid. Because yeah. I don't think he should be anywhere near 194. I think he should be going a little bit earlier than this. Uh, but you know what? I'll take him at 194. I like the receiving, the stuff he's put on tape as a receiver in terms of route running, in terms of hands, ability to get open in space, especially in the red zone. 49ers can always use red zone help. It's not It's not going to hurt to have red zone help, folks. It really, really is not. And now that our red zone savior, Kenyon Bourne, Kenyon Bourne, Kendrick Bourne is gone. That's how little I care about him other than in the red zone. Um, now that he's not there anymore to catch the only passes that he could possibly catch, which were near and in the red zone, uh, this could be a great option for the 49ers and fill some holes and fill some gaps and give us more threats, especially if a guy like Jalen Hurd ends up going down with injury again. Please, God, no. Spare this man. Let him on the field, please. I just want to see Jalen Hurd play a full season of NFL football and feel better about things in the world. Uh, I mean, but if, if it doesn't end up happening, Colin Granson, 100% could be an option for the 49ers right here at pick 194. I don't know if he gets all the way down to 230, though. No, I don't think he makes it to 230. And if he did for some reason, then you absolutely snatch him up because yep. there's just too much value there. But at 194, you definitely have to think about it. I would not select him over Hawkins because Hawkins is electric but if he if hawkins isn't there you go grandson i'm okay with that uh, fair enough fair enough you want to go o-line though here there's a guy out of penn state out here that's not too shabby mr michael mennett thoughts i like him i think in this range this is what you're talking about a guy not as talented as drew dolman not as talented as the guys you're going to get in the second and third round but a developmental guy that you can you know get back uh in the, the offense and training camp and see what he can do see how he can develop and then probably stash him on the practice squad and develop him over the next you know couple years so he can eventually come in and add depth to your team but he's somebody that you're looking for in this late rounds i mean that's what you're looking for this kind of guy that you can stash because no one you get in this area usually is going to contribute to your team right away unless it's in special teams and you're not going to get that from an offensive lineman so do I think they're going to take an offensive lineman here? No, but he would be a guy that I would target. There are some offensive linemen I would rather have than him in this position, but they're seen going farther down the list, and they're more kind of the guys that I like. So I'm I'm going to say that he's a possibility, but not to expect it. Don't expect it. It could happen, but I don't think either one of us is holding our breath on this. And if you like put a gun to our head and said, is this going to happen? No, probably not. And of course, if they select them, I'm going to say 100% I told you. We were right. Of course <laughs> we were right. We're on top of, of everything, course. right? Uh, no, I mean, it could happen very well, but I think there's some other guys that we're going to talk about right now that are more likely here at this yeah. spot, including one Patrick Jones, the second edge rusher out of Pitt. Uh, I, I think, again, developmental guy. I don't think it's a guy you would stash on the practice squad. I think this guy could probably make the 53 men and, and contribute. Probably not that much this year. Uh, but he's got a lot of potential. He's got a lot of skill sets. He is pretty athletic, pretty athletic guy. Um, he has a lot of things he needs to work on, develop, needs to get stronger, things of that nature. But 
you're not looking, like you said, you're not looking to get a guy who's going to be impact right here. And if you do find a way to grab an impact guy here, you're GM and head coach of the century. Yeah, and people have been kind of placing this guy all over the board. It's true. Uh, so it, it'll, it's all going to depend on kind of the eye of the beholder, how they see him fitting. But you're right, he could play the defensive end role in, for the 49ers, and he could do great. You're not going to expect this guy to get you know anywhere near seven, eight sacks, but anywhere two to three sacks a season and contributing the run game is what you're looking for, especially from a rotational piece. And that's what you're going to get out of this, you know, this sixth round is somebody that can do that. So the 49ers could take him and develop him and really, you know, use him in Chris Kacarek's edge rush, you know, especially if they didn't get anyone earlier. That's true. I think that's the key. If they didn't get anyone earlier, then he's a possibility. I think now we're starting to get into edge rush area where you wonder if they go Deion Jordan or somebody else, a, a familiar face other than a rookie draft guy. The only difference is money, right? This guy's going to make so much less than the $1.5 million that Deion Jordan would make because he's a veteran. Very true. Very true. I, I would be hard-pressed to say that. I, I, I would say that edge rusher has a better chance of being drafted than interior O-line or center. For value. For value here um, because of what he could potentially develop into and the fact that he could make the roster this year. Yeah, he could. It could happen. Um, but a, a guy here that I think would have even bigger value is a guy like Mark Gilbert at Duke. Yes, I love Mark Gilbert as well. That's why I was excited to talk about 194 because of the guys we've already talked about. It's true. Mark Gilbert in 2017 came on the scene at Duke and was just crazy good. Crazy. Um, ACC, you know, deep, uh, defensive honors, just a great player. He had, I think it was six interceptions. It was. And he, he's got good size. He's six foot. You know, he's like 190 pounds. I don't know what he looks like now because he hasn't played a whole lot over the last few years, and that's the concern. He's had a lot of injuries, and it's like, if this guy could be healthy, he could make a lot of plays. He has second and third round talent, and he's going to go all the way here because of the injury concerns. Darrell Revis's cousin, so you got the bloodline thing going on there. But if you watch his 2017 film, he jumps off the screen. It's, it it's, is nice. it's fantastic to watch. Yeah. It, this is this is a guy you need to target at this area, and this is a guy that Bulky would have taken in like round two, <laughs> like so you know. But no, this is perfect, right? This is a perfect spot. He's gonna fall because of the injury history. He's gonna fall because he hasn't stayed healthy, and he's put a lot of good stuff down on on film and on tape. And the 49ers have shown that they can develop guys, mm-hmm. very good at developing guys, especially in the secondary. Emmanuel Mosley and Akil Witherspoon both have turned out pretty well. And I know Akil Witherspoon's been up and down, but I think all of us were pretty comfortable saying that Akil Witherspoon's issues was confidence. And injuries. Like when he was healthy and confident, he played amazing. When he was not healthy, he was up and down. And when he was not confident, he was not good. Um, so, I mean, if this guy is a little more stable in terms of his confidence and doesn't let his confidence waver by his performance and his production, which I think uh, kind of bodes well being the uh, relative of one Revis Island, I think uh, that's probably going to be built into him and that's something probably was passed on to him is you've you got to act and believe like you're the best in the game even when you're not playing like it. And he doesn't lack confidence, and mm-hmm. he doesn't lack the ability to play in different sets. So he can play the cover three, he can play go. the cover two, he can play man coverage, which is something we've talked about a lot. Diversifying the defense with coverages. Diversify. You got it. You got to be able to run shell coverages and mm-hmm. really disrupt what the offense sees pre-snap. He could definitely do that and help the 49ers, and they could develop him. And that way, you're not you know dead in the water if somebody gets hurt. Absolutely, that's important. You have to, you have to be able to to game plan for that. You have to be able to have contingency plans. Because as we saw last year, injuries can derail a season. We don't want that. Yeah. You have to start prepping for it. You hear us, 49ers front office, prepare for it. Take Mark Gilbert at 194. 
or or maybe this is the time we talked about this right five bold predictions for the 49ers in the 2021 NFL draft at pick 194 this is where it comes to fruition right Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch sitting there. We got our guy, Fields or Wilson, or in a crazy universe in which it's Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, and in a universe we hope never exists. What about Trey Lance? Lance? It could be Trey Lance, right? I know everyone's <laughs> really excited about it. I'm still not sold on it. I apologize. Sorry, Trey. Not nothing against you, Trey. I'm just not sold on it at three. Uh, but they may be sitting there going, you know what? We need to hedge our bets here. I like this other guy out of Texas. One Sam Ellinger at pick 194. Yeah, and you know what? If you're going with Justin Fields or Trey Lance, Sam Ellinger makes a lot of sense. He does. Uh, your offense is going to change. You're going to have more you know, quarterback runs, uh, design quarterback runs, and you're going to need a backup that can run the similar offense. That's when you need to get away from, you know, kind of the, Sam, the, the sorry, Josh Rosen type guys. Aww. I almost called him Sam Rosen um, because I'd rather have don't Sam do, Ellinger. Don't do that to Sam Ellinger. Yeah. But yeah, Rosen and those guys don't really fit the scheme. So if you are going with Fields and you have design runs, you need to change. I know they could, you know, have a different, you know, game plan with other guys. But why, when you can add a guy that's young, physical, has a lot of ability, has a strong arm, you could put in there, and he can develop over the next few years, and you can make sure that you have a stable, steady backup who plays and can do all, you know, not to the level of the guy you drafted, but can do all the things that he can do. Sam Ellinger, though, for real. I mean, this this could happen here. Uh, 100% could. Don't forget that just a few years ago, he was a Heisman frontrunner. I mean, so he's shown that he can play at a high level. Now, is he a one-hit wonder? Is he a one-year wonder? Maybe, potentially. Uh, but, you know, Colt McCoy didn't work out, and he was one of the best quarterbacks in college football for a good three or four years. Um, your college career doesn't necessarily define who you're going to be. Patrick Mahomes didn't win a Heisman. wasn't anywhere near winning a Heisman trophy in college, and he's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Uh, Joe Montana wasn't high on anyone's board. Look what he became. Same thing with Steve Young as well. So there's no way, there's no magic formula. There's no magic quarterback formula. There's no magic quarterback answer or potion to tell you which guys are going to work and which guys don't. All you can do is see if there's if there's a guy who checks the boxes that you want for a quarterback. The Shanahan and Lynch are looking at it, and it's Justin Fields and Zach Wilson. Those They, they check boxes. Sam Mellinger also checks some of those boxes, and if they feel he checks enough of those boxes, he could be the guy here at 194 that they go with and take two quarterbacks in one draft and fulfill one of our bold predictions and make us profits. So and, it could happen. And it could happen, and the reason it makes sense is because he's a competitor. Very I true. mean, Sam Sam Ellinger is a competitor. He wants to win, and he wants to work hard. He will push hard to help everyone around him get better, and you can use him in the red zone for design runs and stuff like that. So keep, you know, that's an, another weapon to put into Kyle Shannon's arsenal, oh, and you got to feel that in a couple of years you will feel a lot safer having a solid backup like Sam Ellinger, instead of somebody else that you've picked up off the street that's maybe not as good, like Sudfeld. Yeah, not not feeling good about Sudafed at all. <laughs> not feeling good about Sudafed at all whatsoever. What do you think of these options here at Pick 194? Do you love them? Do you hate them? Is there someone else that we forgot and left out? Let us know about it down in the comments section below. Right this minute, chat. We want to hear from you have a conversation with us. And while you're down there, don't forget to hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, because we are so close, so close to 750 subs, so close to draft day. Help us get there. Yeah, and join us for draft day, because it's going to be exciting. We're going to have all the reaction. Every single pick that the 49ers make, we're going to be giving a reaction to. We want you here commenting, giving your reaction, asking questions, having a full conversation. 
so we can really enjoy the moments because we all know the 49ers are going to make some great moves that we can get excited about. No stress, all great news from the 49ers, and who knows, maybe some special trades along the way. Energy. Yes. I feel it. Harness it. Right? Ride the bull. Feel the flow. <laughs> feel the flow, 49ers fans. Feel it. Until next time, you stay safe. Remember the right way. Is always the 49ers way. way.